Hi, everyone. This is Andrea with a preheated quick bite. Throughout the month of July, we'll be bringing you short and sweet episodes as Stefan is adjusting to her new living quarters in London, and I am cycling across several states. We hope that these episodes will tide you over until our lives return to normal and we return to our regular baking and podcasting schedule in August. Back in episode 30, Stefan and I introduced a new globetrotting gourmet segment where we plan on sharing special treats from around the world. Spoiler alert, I imagine that Stefan's adventures in the United Kingdom will be a tad bit more exciting than my discoveries in eastern Washington. However, we did talk briefly about Mexican palitas, or popsicles, and now that summer is finally here, I am cooking up a storm of these. I follow a basic recipe, which I'll share here in a sec, and then I adjust for whatever fruit looks best at the market or for what's on sale. I personally use popsicle molds, but if you don't have those, you can always pour your liquid into a paper Dixie cup and pop a stick into it. Here's my base recipe. It makes about four to six popsicles, depending on the size that I use. The first thing is the fruit. I generally use about two cups, and I usually freeze my fruit first. Um, That really helps with the consistency when I'm whirring up the popsicles in the blender. I use a quarter cup of sugar, and of course you could use honey here or um, a different type of sugar other than just regular granulated sugar if you like. Half a cup of full-fat Greek yogurt. Um, If you're not a yogurt fan, you can skip this and add a juice instead. I personally like the yogurt. I think it adds a little bit of creaminess to the popsicles and takes away just a tad bit from the iciness. So that's for your preference. And then half a cup of water. Finally, the last thing you want is one to two teaspoons of what I call your flavor enhancers. This might be mint or another herb like thyme or lemon verbena. It could be vanilla extract. Um, It could be a zest of a citrus fruit, like an orange, a lime, or a lemon zest, or you could use the juice. Um, If you're making what I call pop tails, I mentioned these in episode 30, that's a popsicle with a cocktail twist. Your flavor enhancer here would be two to three tablespoons of liqueur, such as a tequila or a rum. Be careful and don't add more than the recommended amount, that two to three tablespoons per two to three cups of fruit, because if you have too much alcohol in your popsicle mixture, it won't freeze. Once you've got your ingredients together, go ahead and throw them all into a blender and um, give it a nice puree. I leave mine in there probably 25 or 30 seconds to make sure everything is really nice and mixed up. And then I pour mine straight into my molds or my cups and freeze it overnight. If you look at many popsicle recipes, you will find that a lot of people call for straining your fruit through a sieve and only freezing the juice. But I personally am a big fan of the pulp that's in fruit, so I always skip that. That particular step. And I freeze my popsicles full of fruit pulp. I think it adds some interesting texture and um, certainly gives you a little bit of fiber. And that never hurts. Some of my favorite flavor combinations, uh, one of the easiest ones is just raspberries and lemon. It is so simple and uh, all you need is a little bit of sugar and you're done. It's a wonderful, super simple and really beautiful with the raspberry color. 
I also like a blueberry banana lemon, and the banana really, again, adds that sort of creaminess that the yogurt adds as well, and I, I like that flavor profile. Um, on the pop poptail side of things, I like making, again, with raspberries, a raspberry peach and Prosecco, and uh, that flavor combination is really fun and really beautiful as well with the, the red from the raspberry and the orange from the peach. And finally, if you want to move out of fruit and have something a little bit from the vegetable family, you can do a cucumber, lime, and ginger. Go ahead and try this one. I think you'll be amazed at how refreshing it is, especially on a really hot day. Um, Sometimes I also will throw some pepper into that or cayenne or something with a little bit of a kick. And again, on a really hot day, it can be interesting to see how your body reacts to having something hot and spicy and something that you're eating. Um, For some reason, it actually ends up cooling you down. This has been a preheated quick bite. I hope you've enjoyed this short and sweet episode. Remember, you can download and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, or you can visit our website, preheatedpodcast.com. You can also find us on our Preheated Podcast Facebook group, where listeners weigh in on their favorite desserts and share their own tips and tricks for summer baking specialties. Until next time, I hope this episode has made your week a little sweeter. Preheated is written, performed, and edited by Andrea Ballard and Stefan Cohn in association with 24th Floor Productions.